Hey everyone, it's Simon here. Welcome to our podcast on behalf of my wife Maria and I and the whole Everyone Church fam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Whether you were there on Sunday morning uh, and want to hear the message again or whether you missed it for whatever reason or whether you're new or visiting, we hope you have a great time with us today. And if you want to know more about Everyone Church, head to our website, everyonechurch.com.au. We had a huge Sunday. Uh, I'm currently recording this on Sunday evening. Uh, This morning, we had Vision Sunday, really kind of like one of our first ever Vision Sundays, and it was just awesome. We had a stack of new people, place was nice and full, Uh, we were just having lots of fun together, worshiping Jesus and getting excited about the dream that God had put in our heart, and that dream is called Everyone Church. We're excited about it. So I'm going to do my best to encapsulate all that was shared Uh, on Sunday morning, but I will encourage you to head to uh, this website, head to everyonechurch.com.au forward slash vision, everyonechurch.com.au forward slash vision, and on there you can find a summary of everything I'm about to share, including the visuals, logos, and stuff like that, because we have a, a lot that we're dreaming of for the future, and sometimes just seeing it visually is really helpful, and so just looking and praying and, and and pondering and dreaming with us the vision that is Everyone Church. Last week, I, I shared a sermon entitled Little by Little from Exodus 23. If, you, if you've missed it, I encourage you to listen to it before you continue this podcast because it will help you make sense of a lot of things that are happening. But a very quick recap for those who did hear it or were there at church. Uh, you know, we shared from Exodus 23 about how God would deliver the promised land to the Israelites little by little. This whole concept of little by little, I believe it's a real God principle. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in the Christian life in a moment. And there are things in the, in Scripture that we saw where God just did something in a moment, like the end suddenlies of God. Like, for example, like in, in a moment of faith in Jesus, in a moment of trusting Him and believing in His name and calling out to Him, in that moment, your sins are forgiven. Uh, you're, you're, you're made into a new person. The Holy Spirit takes residence in your heart. It doesn't just happen over time. No, it's in a moment, right? Uh, but, you know, as much as there are things that happen in a moment, there are also a multitude of things that happen little by little. Like, for example, little by little, I learn the ways of Jesus. Little by little, I continue to follow in His way. Little by little, I learn to listen and obey the Holy Spirit. Little by little, I I learn to read His Word and understand His Word, right? So some things happen in a moment, some things happen little by little. All with God's enabling, all with God's leading. And I believe this is a real in-season word for us as a church, because our church, it is a little by little journey, the whole church planning journey. It's, it's, we are a new church, right? We still are a new church. We're still, we just went to weekly services last week. We are a new church. So it's new person by new person, coffee by coffee, meal by meal, prayer by prayer, uh, tier by tier even, you know, uh, unity by unity, heading towards where God is leading us. So today I, I want to share about where Maria and I believe God is leading us as a church where he's leading us. And we want to share some dreams that we believe God has put in our hearts. And you know, this whole church plant started as a dream 
in our heart. Um, we believe it was from the Lord. And, you know, we um, were praying and seeking God about our future, about where, we, we kind of always had a desire to pastor a church, but it was just a matter of figuring out when and where. And, and after many conversations with our pastors and 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 lots of prayer and waiting on God, we wrote down three things that we believe God had put in our heart. Number one, we believe we were to pioneer a new church. We didn't have a name at that time. Uh, number two, we, we believe we were to plant in this region kind of southwest of the airport, that these kind of growth corridor around the new western Sydney airport. So that was the second thing. And the third thing, and we believe that it would happen through our pastors. These were the three things, that we would pioneer a new church, that we would plant in that airport growth region, and that also would happen through our pastors. And I encourage you, if you ever feel like God is speaking to you, or He's putting a dream in your heart, write it down. Sometimes when we don't write it down, it shifts and changes. No, no, no. If, if God's speaking to you, write it down. We believe God can speak to us. It's not necessarily a big voice from heaven like, you must, you know, you must get a McFlurry for dessert. No, it, it, but it's a still small whisper in our heart a leading from God. And and sometimes it takes time to figure out, hey, is this God or is this me or is this just my ambition? But either way, uh, we wrote down these three things and we took them to our pastors. And sometimes it can be very difficult to meet with your pastors who you love, who you've done over 20 years of life with. I was on staff for over 10 years uh, at Imaginations Church. and But that's what we do because we love Jesus and we do life together, right? And it was not our heart to leave our church where we were planted, where we were married in the auditorium, where our kids were being dedicated and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Because, um, you know, in the past we've seen people who just went, but we wanted to be sent. We wanted to be covered, blessed. And it wasn't about money. It was about relationship. And so we shared openly with them. And I remember Pastor Jack found me a few days later and said, I I believe we can find God's will on this. Uh, he said, uh, we will support you financially. He said, we will help you. Uh, he says, we won't leave you leave you out to dry. And he has helped us. They have helped us in, in so many ways, you know, setting up the whole, you know, you can't just go and start a church. <laughs> you got to set up a charity. You got to do all that kind of stuff. And also um, the Australian Christian Churches helped us with a church planning grant as well. And we just kind of saw these green lights happening that was confirmation for us that we were heading in the right direction. And as we began preparing, we put up a website and people inquired and we really felt led by the Lord to do online services. And man, was that a leading from the Lord? Because literally the week after we started, we went into lockdown as a state and later pretty much as a nation. For like six months, we were locked down. At one point, couldn't drive more than five kilometers from my home, uh, which makes it quite difficult to church plant, just being honest. And and then, uh, then we had our venue open up to us, which has just been such a blessing. It just kind of fell into our lap, really. We, we didn't go, you know, hunting everywhere. We, 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 we rang places, we inquired, and this venue just opened up to us. So we, we have a vision to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere, which is a big dream big vision. It happens little by little. And we also have values, you know, our four core values. We follow Jesus. We lean into faith friendships, not just association, but genuine faith friendships. Also, number three, we engage in discipleship. And number four is we live mission-minded. And kind of like um, uh, four quadrants, you know, we have Jesus, community, maturity, and mission. Uh, and, and, but, so we have a vision, we have values, but we also, we have dreams for the future. 
Some of these are sooner than later. Some of them are later than sooner. But today is a special day where we share these and remind ourselves of the things that God has put in us to do through us. So let's really just smash through these. And as I share, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe maybe you're mowing the lawn. Maybe you're driving to work. Uh, whatever you're doing, I, I encourage you to lean in and, and listen. If something grips your heart, come and talk to us, especially um, if you need clarity. You know, Don't just jump to your own conclusions, oh, like, oh, they mentioned this, that's what I want to do, because you, you want to get a, a, a real sense of unity about where we believe we're heading, right? And uh, you might be an answer to, to, to this dream that God has put in our heart. I'm not denying that. It's just we just got to figure out where, that, where we're heading in the same direction together. So we're here. We're available. Maria and I are here anytime. You let us know, of course. So let's start with services. Now, we're meeting weekly, which is awesome. We love the fact that we're meeting weekly now. But also, uh, we're going to have a couple of weeks of online in the school holidays to rest and also to have um, dinner and meal kind of events, you know, Uh, and just kind of enjoy, you know, not necessarily having to put on a service, but enjoy fellowship and hanging out. Remember, we're not a service-centric church, okay? We are a community-centric church church. So if you just come to church for a service, uh, you're missing so much of what being a part of a church is all about. So make sure you check all those dates. Now also venues. Um, We're currently meeting in our venue, which is amazing. uh, And we share a little bit on that uh, everyonechurch.com.au forward slash vision about where we want to take our next step as far as venues and what we're uh, a door that we're believing will open up to us. So make sure you check that out. Now outreach events, we First and foremost, remember, every service is an outreach for us. We we're, we try to make all of our services welcoming for unchurched people, uh, f- for any of your friends or family. Uh, grab a coffee, chill out. And also remember, sharing the gospel is not an event either. It's it's your mission as a Christian. You know, it's not just up to the church to make you do it. No, you, you it's up to you to, to share the gospel with those around you. Okay, it's your Christian duty. But we do have two big church outreach events that plan for this year. One is on April 9th for our Easter Sunday fun day. And one is December 9th for our carols in the park. Both these events we did last year as well. And there were great successes. Lots lots of new people. So many. Like our, our church was massively outnumbered by new people. And we've had people come to our church out of both of these events, uh, which is just fantastic. You know, we had a lady come to church uh, with her son who who came to the carols event. And that's just awesome. That's what it's all about, right? So let's be praying. Let's be inviting. Let's, let's help where we can, and some of the best friendships you develop in a church are, are with those you volunteer with, you know, in the trenches together, and let's enjoy that. Let's talk about every kid, every kid. We love our kids' ministry. We believe we have something beautiful happening out there, you know, getting along different age groups all working together. It's it's this kind of cool, organic, simplified thing. And it's and Maria's gonna continue to oversee this amazing volunteer team we've we have and we're so grateful to them. And we want it to be a safe place as it is. And we, we are not in the business of just looking after kids. We're in the business of investing in the next generation. So we're believing for huge things. And this year we we have plans uh for what they're gonna be learning together. Uh, really developing uh, kind of like a curriculum, uh, what they're going to be learning together out there. And also, uh, we have something exciting on the missions front, which we'll talk about next week. I don't want to spoil that. Let's talk about a real big dream in our heart as well. Every youth. Every youth. We love young people. We love young people. Man, you know, Maria and I were part of a youth ministry well into our 20s. Um 
I was a high school's pastor for many years. I was a high school chaplain and scripture teacher for eight years. Maria helped me for a few of those years volunteering. We were both heavily involved in youth. We love young people. Um, and, and I was so happy to be part of a youth ministry that wasn't just there for games, but it was there to raise a generation for Jesus. And we have a dream f- for every youth, a dream called every youth, a youth ministry in our region that is thriving and filled with young people. We need to start somewhere. So what we're going to start with is uh, taking a segment of our Every Kid program and catering to some of the early high school kids who are attending, really kind of make sure they know they're valued, make sure they're connecting with the content that's being taught. And uh, and obviously, in time, we're going to add some youth outings, going to youth alive events together and things like that. And we're not necessarily asking parents to take their kids out of what they're currently in, et cetera, et cetera. But what we are... Um, acknowledging is that we haven't forgot about youth and we have a dream and we have a dream that little by little there will be a time in the not so distant future where every youth will be an amazing youth ministry in our region amen next let's talk about every under 30 year old now i'm not a huge fan of the term young adult i think it's a cop out (laughs) being honest and if you are under 30 or in that young adult age group uh, listening today, we love you, of course, but uh, I, I just feel like that that label, It's it, what it's telling us is, oh, you're young. You're young. You're a young adult. You're young and stupid. You know, this kind of thing. Oh, I'm just young. I'm just young and I'm not ready yet. Or you're not ready yet. But what God and his word is telling you is that you can and you are and you have the ability. You know, the Bible is filled with quote unquote young adults doing amazing things for God. From Joseph to David to Daniel to Jesus' disciples, even Jesus himself was 30 years old when he started his full-time ministry. Like, that's just amazing, right? And and here we are telling everybody who's under 30 in their 20s, oh, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. And you know, Maria and I were young adult pastors in our previous church before we came to plant um, Everyone Church. And we're passionate about this season of life and equipping under 30s, that whole young adult season to live for God for the long haul. You know, there's so much that you're deciding in that season of life that sets you on a trajectory. And we want to help you be set on a trajectory that is grounded in Scripture, passionate for God, and level-headed about your future. So we, we love under 30s. We believe in them. In fact, on March 5th, we're getting together with all the under 30s after church for lunch. Our shout, our shout, well, you know, hey, that, that'll, that'll be a, a crowd bringer. But um, we, we want to get together with you. We want to talk, see what's happening. We've got ideas floating around about how we can build this community that's already there in our church. We just got to continue to develop it. Our every under 30s, we'll figure out a cool name, I'm sure, and that'll be really cool. But we, we do have a dream of a church filled with under 30s that are believed in, that are given opportunity, right? That aren't just bench warmers, right? And it doesn't mean that you just get handed everything, obviously. You gotta be a person of character. You gotta love Jesus. You're not you know, God's gift to the earth. Oh, look at me. Look at my following. Look at my hashtags. No, no, no. No, love God. Be real, right? Be authentic. But come on, let's rise up and do something awesome for God with our young years, of course. Absolutely. Let's talk about connect groups. You know, we started connect groups last year. They're really a place to know and grow, to get to know others and to grow in the things of God. We want to continue to develop these this year, and we're, gonna, we're hoping to start more connect groups, obviously, and also start uh, what we're calling huddles, which are kind of like smaller groups that meet in between connect group meetings. So 
all of that is going to develop as the year progressives. But we have a huge dream in our heart that there would be multiple connect groups running across our whole region, from Camden to Campbelltown, from Bradfield, which is a city that doesn't exist yet next to the airport, to Gregory Hills and beyond. Can you dream that with us? Come on. And we're also dreaming of starting some connect weekends in the future for men and women. These will be like a... um, you know, short times away as connect groups uh, where we can seek God together and we're believing for that. So let's. what about some other things that we're believing for? We're believing to have a water baptism service this year at some point. We're believing to have a baby dedication service. Well, we're definitely going to have one because our daughter Anastasia is going to be dedicated. And if you know of people who want to have their kids dedicated, they don't have to be babies. You know, sometimes it's just people have never had the opportunity to dedicate their children um, and we're believing for that. We also have a dream in our heart to start Every Care, a charity arm of our church. Now, that's a bit of a long-term thing, but I'm just throwing it out there that we have a dream. Come on. There, there's lots here to process, and pe- please pray with us. Look forward to things with us. Head to that website, everyonechurch.com.au slash vision, and get behind what's happening. We also have seven days of prayer fasting starting the 19th to the 26th of February, where we're going to have different prayer points for each day. I encourage you to take some time to put something aside, whether it's TV, social media, maybe it's a meal a day, maybe it's coffee or something, and replace it with prayer and pray with us for those seven days. Okay, We're not going to be checking on you or anything. No, no. We We are just uniting together, and we believe as we pray together in unity, as a church, that we'll see significant breakthrough in some of these things we're believing for in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I know that's a lot of stuff, but as we wrap up today, let's turn to John chapter 4, verse 46 to 53. And might I add, next week, we're doing all of our missions vision, which is all of our missions projects, which don't miss that. Okay, it's going to be awesome. Get to church. So John chapter 4, verse 46 to 53. Let's talk a little bit about this. Little by little, a little bit more. Uh, it says here in John four forty six to 53, As he, Jesus, traveled through Galilee, he came to Cana, where he had turned water into wine. There was a government official in nearby Capernaum whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son who was about to die. Jesus asked, Will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? The official pleaded, Lord, please come now before my little boy dies. Then Jesus told him, go back home. Your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said and started home. Verse 51, while the man was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that his son was alive and well. He asked them when the boy had begun to get better. And they replied, yesterday afternoon, At one o'clock, his fever suddenly disappeared. Then the father realized that was the very time Jesus had told him, your son will live. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. So let's break this down. Who was this official? We don't really know, but we know he was an officer in Herod's service. We know he he lived in nearby Capernaum, which I love how it says nearby, because in, in truth, it was some 40 kilometers away from where this meeting took place. Imagine that. Here is this desperate man. He, he's, he hears of Jesus who's um, healing people and doing miracles, right? And he gets up and goes, I'm going to go meet Jesus and goes on a 40-kilometer trek to meet him. Isn't that amazing? Faith in action. 
I mean, like, would you be willing to travel 40 kilometers to meet with Jesus? Most of us, if we're being honest, won't travel for two minutes to pick up our Bible and meet with Jesus or go for a prayer walk and meet with Jesus. And here was this man in desperation going on a 40 kilometer journey of faith to Jesus. And he said that he begged Jesus to come to Capernaum and heal his son. And I wonder if he was thinking, man, this guy's going to, I'm a person in authority. He's going to come with me. He's going to follow me. It was a desperate plea, right? And Jesus says to him, go home. Your son is well. And what does the officer do? He doesn't say, hey, what do you mean? What is that? He doesn't question. It says that he goes home. Right, like he just walks home. <laughs> this is faith in action, right? This is a little by little journey. A man walking step by step, trekking hill by hill, kilometer by kilometer, on a word from Jesus. This isn't about like moving mountains or calling down walls. This isn't like an end suddenly of God or 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 the skies splitting open. No, this is a step by step faith journey of a desperate father. Believing Jesus at his word. This desperate father shows us an amazing example of the little by little we've been talking about. Jesus said it, he believed it, and he started moving in obedience. He didn't see anything. There was no indication that he felt anything. There was no lightning from heaven or anything like that. No, and his wife, if if he had a wife, couldn't text him and say, hey, you know, your son's feeling better. No, he he, and another note, too, is he met his servants the next day. So, so this trek, which started in the afternoon, he would have had to sleep overnight. Imagine that, going to sleep on a word from Jesus. I wonder if he worried. I wonder if he thought, man, is this, where am I going? No, it says he trusted. He went on his way trusting what Jesus said. He didn't see any instantaneous, tangible miracle, but he did hear something. He heard the words of Jesus saying to him, go back home, your son will live. And he took Jesus at his word, little by little. Now, where does our little by little journey start for us as Christians? I'll tell you where it starts. It starts with a word from Jesus, a word from Jesus. He heard and he believed and he journeyed. What are you hearing today? What do you, uh, who's been talking to you? What have you been listening to? What are you clinging your faith and hope to? Come on, let's hear from Jesus and obey. Let's hear and obey. It's quite simple. Let's hear and journey little by little where God would want us to go. And I encourage you, I know we've been sharing all this vision stuff and, and we're, we're journeying step by step. It's a little by little journey as God leads us, as we listen to his voice. So I hope that that encourages you today. I'm going to pray for you and then we will send you off. Absolutely. Lord, I thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast and everybody who gathered with us this morning for Vision Sunday. And I just pray that we would be faithful to the dream that you've put in our heart. Lord, that we would walk forward, just like this man walking forward on a word from Jesus. And we would walk this journey of faith little by little and see everyone church become an amazing church in our region for your glory. And I also pray for all of us as individuals that we would journey with you step by step, Every day, little by little, word by word, obedience by obedience, we trust you today. We look to you, Jesus, and we say, yes, we take you at your word and we follow what you're saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. I hope that this filled you with 
some vision and some excitement for the future. Join us next week because we have Mission Vision Sunday where we launch all of our new projects. Come on, don't miss it. Nothing like being in the room. Hope you can join us. See you next week.